Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Stage Coaching Podcast, where I help artists successfully navigate the pressures of their entrepreneurial careers. This is professional certified mindfulness coach Evan Dunn Baritone, and you are listening to episode 85. Is everyone saying no to your singing career? Well, we here at Take the Stage Opera Podcast say toy, toy, toy. Find out what is holding you back so you can stop waiting in the wings and go out and get your standing ovation. There are no forbidden topics here, so get your ticket and find your seat. In Boca Lupo. Hello, friends. Hannah and I are considering a move for our family, and um, it's not exactly a move I was planning on taking, or maybe even that I necessarily want to take, but we're thinking about it. We're considering going back to school, and it would be for me to get a PhD and Hannah to get her master's, and we think we found a a, a place where we could both possibly do that. And... I've just been really wanting to go to Germany for so long, and that's definitely still the plan, but I'm just wondering if this might be a direction for us now. So we've got a lot of things that we're thinking about, and um, like I said, I actually do like school. I just don't know that I want to go back to school. (laughs) Maybe I've gotten used to not being in school, and, and once you have a family and you've moved 700 times approximately, give or take a few. (laughs) You start to think, oh, this is complicated. I don't know if I want to move so much. Anyway, this journey has given me so many opportunities to slow down, mindfully focus on what is important to me. I have to be patient about hearing back from the schools. I have officially been accepted at this point, but You know, I'm also waiting to hear back about a fellowship that I'd like to get that would help me decide if this is exactly what I want to do. And, um, you know, there are times when we just want to jump and make a decision, move forward, and trying to wait for information from this universe that I can't always control. It's been an interesting thing for me to do for this past year. And our decision is coming up soon. We will let you know what we decide. And even after we make a decision, I'm trying to remind myself that there will still be uncomfortable work to do. We'll be packing and moving and trying to decide where to live. Like there's always something to feel uncomfortable about moving forward in your life. So I'm just trying to remember that I'm not waiting for this decision to be made for me to be happy or for my life to be enough. My life is already enough. And my life will have uncomfortable decisions yet to come, and it will be enough then too. Everything is enough. (laughs) So yes, um, having joy, trying to search for joy, where I am, waiting, and accepting what I currently have. So are any of you making big decisions? I would love to hear. Are you um, doing grad school auditions, auditions for companies, jobs, etc.? I'd love to hear what you're thinking about. So send me an email at takethestagecoaching at gmail.com and let me know what's up and we can have a chat. So the other day I was driving to a rehearsal for The Sound of Music 
And um, I had a turn coming up, but I wasn't in the right lane to make that turn. And um, there was another car in the lane that I needed to get into. And it was like right beside me. So I'm trying to speed up to get around them. And as I do that, they sped up too. So then I tried to slow down so that I could get behind them. And they slowed down too. And it, it's kind of funny because as I was driving to this rehearsal, I was actually doing some mindfulness exercises, which I often do in the car. It's kind of a quiet time for me to slow down and um, check in with myself. So I'm, you know, I'm working on this mindfulness and having this experience with this car. So my body, you know, at first was very calm and present, but then my mind offered me this thought to think about the other driver, which is what a jerk. (laughs) And um, as I allowed myself to take a deep breath, recognize that that thought was just optional, I, you know, and I even was able to just chuckle about the situation for a second. Like, I don't need to stress or panic about this. Everything's going to be fine. But all of a sudden, as I had that thought, the car zoomed ahead of me and then switched into my lane. And I realized that they also needed to be switching lanes because they needed to turn at the intersection just in the opposite direction that I needed to turn. It was so funny to me because I was annoyed at first that this car was in my way. And I even for a second was assuming that they were purposefully trying to be in my way, like they didn't want to let me over. (laughs) And I hadn't realized that in this situation, the car not only didn't want to be in my way, but it was actually trying to get out of my way because it had a place to go as well. It needed to get into my lane. And so this got me thinking, I wonder if there are times in my life where I'm getting upset about what's happening. And really, if I think about it in reality, everything is actually trying to help me out. That actually reality is kinder for me than I'm assuming in the first place. So this reminded me of something that my sister often says to me. Um, She likes to remind me that the universe is always supporting us. And this thought has really been a supporting thought for me in some tough times. And so that's what I'd like to share with you all today. Sometimes I I use this thought that the universe is supporting me in a very literal way like this. For example, I start a yoga practice and my mind starts racing and I get anxious, which I know is ironic since yoga is supposed to help you feel calm, but that's just not always the case for me. Um, You know, I'm a busy person, I'm doing a lot of things, And so when I slow down and try to do yoga, my brain is like, no, you've got things to do. You got to go. You're doing the wrong thing. Why are you doing yoga? You got to go fix this problem or you got to go work on this project or whatever. And so in these moments, one of the things that I try to envision for myself is that the world is literally supporting me. Um, I try to feel my weight going down through the ground, whether I'm standing or sitting or lying down. Try to imagine that the earth is holding me up. And it helps me to feel more present, less rushed to fix things. Because it's like, if the earth is supporting me, then this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. The earth is holding me to do what I'm doing right now. 
And it helps me to take advantage of that. So it's been a powerful thing for me to practice. And, um, I, and it has brought me this understanding that the universe is, has provided a world for me to live on that supports me. The universe has provided air for me to breathe. It provides the ability that we have to grow plants for me to eat. And the universe has provided my body. It has provided me a family and a chance to live. And um, yes, there are things in this world that we probably don't like. You know, I'm grateful for air. I'm grateful for all of these different things that I just mentioned. But sometimes there are some things I'm not grateful for. And the universe has provided certainly famines. You know, we're having some times of dryness right now. Weather and other natural disasters, which we are definitely aware of. Conflicts between people, crimes against people. You know, there are a lot of things that at first glance I don't feel grateful for or I don't You know, I I don't think, thank you, universe, for sending this to me. How can I possibly say that the universe is supporting me when it's providing all of these horrible things for me as well? (laughs) So as a parent, I try to think of how I support my kids. Of course, I feed them and clothe them. I try to spend time with them, snuggle with them, play with them, listen to their stories and questions. Oh, my gosh. My four-year-old son recently learned about mummies. He asked me probably 500 questions about mummies every day, (laughs) just over and over. Dad, what do mummies' teeth look like? What do mummies' feet look like? Are mummies coming back? It's just over and over and over, and it's so funny. I also have to work on being a little bit patient with that. <laughs> but I do, I try to listen to my kids and understand where they're coming from. I read with them and I try to give them opportunities to develop their talents. Of course, I screw up so much all the time. So I guess I provide them that as well. But then I think, what happens if someone is mean to my kids at school? Can I jump in and just karate chop the child who is mean to my kid? Can I protect my child at all cost? Well, sometimes that could potentially be an option for me, but it's really not possible for me to totally protect my child from everything that's going to happen to them. Should I just be that hovercraft parent that tries to do everything? Is it helpful for them? And what is my child learning if I only allow them to have happy, peaceful situations occur to them? Is it helpful for them if I guard them from all of the things that they don't want to happen in their lives? And in what ways am I limiting their growth if they aren't allowed to experience anything unpleasant? You've heard how important it is for butterflies, for example, to break themselves out of their own cocoons. Because if they don't, like if I go and cut open their cocoon or help them, they won't develop the muscles required to survive and thrive after they emerge. And I also try to remind myself of this in my personal development. Let's use my voice for an example, which voice is such a great life teacher for me. If I... You know, sometimes I find myself being impatient. 
if only I could just sing this perfectly or how come it takes so much time for me to learn this new skill? And sometimes I've even had voice students where they'll learn a particular coordination faster than I did. And I think that's not fair. How come they didn't have to struggle as much as I did? And I, every time I try to slow down it in my brain, say, Evan, be grateful. I'm choosing to be grateful that I have to struggle with this because it helps me to be a better, more empathetic teacher, to understand technique better, and um, helps me to develop in so many ways. It's maybe not the way I want to develop in this moment. Like I don't want to push my way out of this cocoon. It hurts my muscles and I'm tired and I don't want to struggle and do this, but ultimately so grateful for what I'm learning. And yes, There are so many extreme things that I wouldn't wish to happen to anyone ever, not my kids, not to myself, not to anyone. And horrible things really do happen in this universe. We don't usually get to choose which things happen to us and which things don't, okay? But one thing that we always get to choose 100% is how we view our circumstances. We always get to choose our thoughts about what happens. We always get to choose whether we want to grow or whether we want to be overwhelmed and give up our power to outside circumstances. So friends, I would just ask you, how are you viewing the world? How are you viewing the universe? Is the world holding you up? Is it supporting you? Is it providing opportunities for your growth and and opportunities that challenge you? Or are you viewing the world as crushing you and beating you down? And you could argue with me and say, it's not that simple. I don't just get to choose. And I understand what you're talking about. But for your benefit, what I always would hope for you to choose is that you get to choose your perspective and that makes all the difference you get to choose whether you're grateful for the times when your voice isn't going the way that you want to or whether you're just upset by it upset that the universe isn't giving you what you want we know that this is true if you think about it Think of the examples of people who survive horrible circumstances like the Holocaust and come out with joyous perspectives of human growth, who come out of it with peace and and have chosen that perspective. And we also know people who seem to be given everything that they ever wanted in their life. Everything is easy. They've never had to worry about money or food or having the support that they need, and they still come out feeling bitter and resentful about their life because they're choosing to see that the world is not supporting them like they want it to be. So how do you see yourself? How do you see your voice? How do you see your career? How do you see your life? How do you see your challenges? If you'd like to work on changing your perspective and seeing things with more hope and peace, then don't wait. Head over to evandunn.com and sign up for a free sample session. I'm looking forward to meeting you. So now is the time. Take your life into your hands. Stop waiting in the wings. The world really does need your voice. So go out and take the stage in Boca Lupo. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Take the Stage Opera Podcast. We love hearing from you, so please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. It helps us to continue delivering quality material. 